Thank you for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcast. Also, today's episode is brought to you by Sonos. Sonos is the official sponsor of ESPN College Football. Go to Sonos.com to learn more. On today's episode, it's mail time. That's right, guys. Mailbag Monday. We touch on everything from MSU's March Madness chances, who on earth is going to be the running back next year, and what's going to happen with IM West. What do we want to see happen to the old IM West spot? Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My wonderful fellow Spartan fans, how on earth are you guys doing today? Hope you had a fine weekend. Hope uh, it wasn't too chilly for all you guys out there. And hopefully uh, you handle cold weather better than I do because I just, oof, no, I am a... Uh, was made, a PG term to put it, was made when it gets below 40 degrees, so yeah, I'm just not built for it, but hey, hopefully you are, and thank you for warming up your ears to Lockdown Spartans, that's right, it's a Lockdown Spartans podcast, I'm your host Matt Sheehan, and before getting any further and jumping into our big old sack of mail, it's going to politely ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast, like I said, I'll say it for a 14th time, this is the Lockdown Spartans podcast, we do this five days a week. Had a lot of fun last week, including the episode, full interview, full episode interview, I should say, with uh, former offensive lineman Tony Mandarich. Talked about Michigan State, talked about football, but more importantly, he's talked about his life and life in general. So if you haven't listened to that, really encourage you to go listen to last Friday's episode because uh, that's uh, that a unique one for, for this podcast. Usually we're all about uh, lighthearted stuff, uh, you know, obviously breaking down games and whatnot, but. Wow, what a conversation with Tony, as he was very open about everything that he's gone through in his life. And also, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, yes, it is Mailbag Monday, but we're going to be doing some questions later on in the week. Uh, LockdownSpartans at gmail.com is the place to send those questions. And we're going to get this party started with an email, too. That's right. Our guy, Will, writes in, and he writes, I'm 15. And as much as a Spartan fan as you are, well, thank you very much, Will. Always nice to hear from younger Spartan fans and know that we got good ones coming into the pipeline here. Uh, he writes, I watch every game and wanted to know how far of a run MSU can make in March. I also think that MSU is not getting enough media attention. We were out of the top 25 to start the season and now are in the top 15. And yet, we still get no media attention outside of the local and state media networks. That's a fascinating point, actually, because I've noticed that, too. It's like... It's not like we're some ragtag team or like St. Bonaventure, you know, going from outside the top 25 to rank in the top 15 now. It's like, we're, we're Michigan State. Like, we are one of the big boys here. Like, you thought this would, you know, create more of a boom. Then, then again, maybe that's why perhaps national media isn't, you know, losing their minds to talk about Michigan State just yet because this is kind of what is to be expected and not just, you know, having a good season, but going from outside the top 25 to squarely in the top 15. I mean, that's, that's almost where Tom Izzo and his teams feel the most comfortable going into seasons, as opposed to rated in the top five. Heck, I think they're better outside the top 25, and this is a year that, well, once again, fills that example list of teams that just get it done when they're under the radar. So maybe it's that. Maybe it's also because, well, yeah, college football's still happening, so, you know, there, there's still some spotlight being shined on, shined, shown, shown did. That, that, that's the past tense for shined, shown did on college football. So, yeah, um, also, 
Before I get uh, to your question, uh, you know, uh, how far is Michigan State going to go in March? I, I just got to share, you know, hey, love the email. Will, you're awesome. Absolutely uh, love all the listeners. But, man, God, th- did this email destroy me? Did this email put me in a crisis all weekend? Because here, this is where I'm coming from. And what I mean, of course, I'm talking about Will and his youth. Like he said, he's 15 years old. It dawned on me. It dawned on me that 15-year-old Will was not alive for the 2005 Final Four. Yes, with Drew Neitzel. What a fun team that was. Uh, The 2009 and 2010 Final Fours, yes, when I was in high school... They're probably faint memories to a 15-year-old fan like Will is. And the the 2015 Final Four, which I was out of college for at that point. That was my first year out of college. That's probably Will's first, like, actual real memories of a Final Four Michigan State team. So, oh my god, I'm going to be turning 30 next year. But wow, just thinking of that and having that crisis... I feel like I'm 78 years old now. That, oh my goodness gracious, like the, the team that I loved, that 2005 team, my man Will wasn't even around for that. Uh, the the 2009-2010 Final Four runs, oh boy, probably fuzzy memories at best for, for a kid that young. So, oh my goodness. I'm like, I get it. Like People feel old when it comes to sports in different ways. Like For example, you see a, an athlete that you root for, and now, oh my god, his kid's coming to college. Or you watch... You know, uh, an old game, for example, like the a game from the, the 2011 uh, Outback Bowl, for example. It's like, was the footage really that grainy? Like I thought, I thought it was a high definition game, but no, it's like that's how much you know time has come. But for me, oh man, it's just like putting myself in the shoes of a 12 year old kid. Okay, that was yeah the 2005 Final Four run. Holy smokes. That's how old Will was almost for the 2015. So, yeah, I, yeah. So, if you ever caught me over the weekend having a thousand yard stare, just thinking of Will and his email right there, and just, oh my God, I'm so old. Anyway, let's get to the actual question here. Uh, how far can uh, Michigan State make it in March? Um, hey, listen, we, we all know it takes some, some chance, some luck when you're in it, but also you do control some things like your seeding. And right now, if the season ended today, which is foolish because there's a lot of season left, but hey, I'm a foolish person. I love bracketology. I put way too much stock into it. So let's take a look at that. Right now, Joe Lenardi has Michigan State as a three seed. If you go to barttorvik.com, they also have a bracketology little thing themselves. More mathematical, but Michigan State is a uh, two or three seed, depending where you look at that. So that that's already a hot start right there. But this is where... We really start to get into it. Of course, it's the age-old stat of, well, if you want to be a national championship team, if you want to be a Final Four team, it'd really help you if you're at the top of the ranks in adjusted offensive and defensive efficiency. So, and what's that? That's the amount of points that you score per 100 possessions uh, for offensive efficiency and defensive efficiency. Well, the, the same, how much points you're letting up per 100 possessions. Michigan State right now is 38th in adjusted offensive efficiency. Which is fine. Okay, it's okay. It's fine. It's good. However, sixth overall in the country. Sixth overall in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency. So that's what we like to hear. And right now there's four teams that have both offensive and defensive adjusted efficiency in the top 15. They are Gonzaga. They are Baylor. It is Arizona and Houston to round out those four teams that have both the offense and defense in the top 15 of offensive and defensive efficiency. So, of course, you also go away from the numbers and just what, you know, the, the, the narrative is going into March. Like, oh, you need experience with your team going into March. Okay, you got Gabe Brown. 
You got Marcus Bingham, who finally looks like he's taken that step into being a quite the big man this year. And you also have Malik Hall, too, energy off the bench. Another narrative is, okay, well, hey, you need a strong point guard. Well, Tyson Walker has shown that he's growing pretty well here, right? Like, he's getting more comfortable as the season's going along. Safe to say that, so far, you like where the direction of the point guard position's going. And also, well, of course, especially in this day and age in basketball, I think it's every day and age, but especially this day and age in basketball, you want some three-point shooting. And right now, Michigan State is sitting at 38.5% shooting on the season. That puts them at 26th best in the country. Now, with that said... It's still an early season. Will Malik Hall sustain 62% shooting from three? Probably not. Uh, Will Tyson Walker sustain 64% shooting from behind the arc? Yeah, probably not. Can Gabe Brown sustain 40% shooting? Actually, yeah, he probably can, which is nice. And now we're going to make it to the other side of this coin of, you know, guys not sustaining such a remarkably high percentage to, okay, will, will Max Christie, will he come up from his 26% shooting on the season so far? It wasn't a five-star for nothing. The kid is a dead-eye shooter on the practice court. Can it finally show up in games like Tom Izzo and company expects it to? And also, if you can get a guy like Joey Hauser to come up from his 28% shooting from three, well, that's just gravy, baby. I mean, that's awesome. So, long answer short, and I, you know me, I ramble, of course. I host a podcast. I'm a professional rambler. The long answer short is, with the point guard play going as well as it is right now, with it looking like it just gets better with every game seemingly, with the shooting going a lot better than it was last season, and also seeing how well they've been playing on defense. And yes, they've not had the greatest opponents to start Big Ten play. Just Minnesota, Penn State, great. Okay, but they've also looked really good on defense against Louisville. They looked really good on defense against UConn. Like, hey, no matter who they're playing, Defense is looking solid. So with all that, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything stupid and guarantee a Final Four or anything, but I'm just feeling a lot, a lot, a lot better than I was about this team than I was before the season when it comes to March. I was thinking okay, five seed, six seed, maybe get to the second weekend. But, I, hey, it's Izzo. It's an experienced team. It's a team that plays defense and a team that shoots the ball okay. Yeah, I... I Knock on wood, I can see some magic happening. So, yeah, thanks a ton, Will, for the email. Uh, I only kid about you ruining my weekend about 20% of the way. But, yeah, uh, hey, no, really do appreciate it. And, uh, like I said, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find me. Uh, yeah, we got a ton more mailbag questions to get to. But first, I need to talk to you fine folks about prize picks. That's right, prize picks, the college sports daily fantasy leader. And not just football, like we've been talking about all season, but also basketball guys and they're offering all the star players of the power five to mid-major players you may have never even heard of so prize picks how does it go well you go to prizepicks.com or the app store or google play download the app and make that deposit but not without using promo code locked on it's all one word locked on and that's going to give you a 100 instant deposit match for up to 100 dollars again just got to use promo code locked on all one word from there, you pick two to five players, the over-under on their projected stats, and you can win up to ten times on any entry. It's just you against the projected numbers. You could do some mixed sports entries. So, uh, for example, like over Peyton Thorne passing yards and mix it with under rebounds for, I don't know, whatever college basketball player is playing that day. You guys get the point. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, and best of all, they offer safe and fast withdrawals, so do not hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com and smash in that promo code locked on, or go to the App Store and download the app today. Price picks is daily fantasy made easy. 
Before rifling through some more mailbag questions, I just want to thank you all for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, let's get the second segment popping with a, a very tough question. One that I'm, you know, hey, well, I'm about to answer it, but I, I don't know if I can answer it. Because uh, Tony Garza writes, if Kenneth Walker started his collegiate career at Michigan State instead of transferring in, would he be more beloved than Cassius? That is mighty tough. Now, last year we had, or not last year, last week rather, we had a debate of who is the more exciting player, Cassius or Kenneth. Now we're using another buzzword. We're using another word. We're using the word beloved. Wow, who is going to be the more of a fan favorite here if Kenneth Walker stays here for three years instead of just one and done transferring in from Wake Forest? I think the easy way to answer this is, um, if you're more of a football fan, uh, uh, Kenneth Walker is going to be your guy. If you're more of a Michigan State basketball fan, well, Cassius Winston is going to be your guy. Or if you're like me and it's really split down the middle, that's where it gets hard, right? Uh, Cassius, we all know why he's beloved. Uh, Four-year player. Brought MSU to amazing heights. uh, Just went through that horrible tragedy he had to go through. During the season, which I think also really had us fall in love with him even more, we felt for the kid. Um, definitely, uh, and also, well, the way his season ended too, it's short. So yeah, a lot of, you're also tugging a lot of heartstrings there as well. And of course, this can be said for both these guys as well. Cassius, all around great guy, all around incredible face of the university, but just like Kenneth is. However, the one thing that Kenneth does not have going for him, and maybe this doesn't make a, a difference with a lot of people, but I think it makes some difference with Cassius, is that Cassius is a homegrown kid. Yeah, he's from Metro Detroit, or for, no, from Detroit proper, I, I should say, not Metro Detroit. He's from Detroit, Detroit. So just having that local angle too, I think that helps with a bit of the fan base as well, especially Metro Detroit Spartan fans is where I wanted to sneak the Metro part in there. But Kenneth Walker though, man, I mean, fascinating, exciting player. Every time he touches the ball, that there's a little rumble inside of Spartan Stadium waiting for something crazy to happen. It, 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 wow, it, tough to just picture him being three years here. So, yeah, long answer short, it, it depends, I guess, what sport you like more. But, oh boy, I think the local angle of Cassius, for a Metro Detroit guy like me, maybe has me leaning Winston a little bit more than Walker should. Walker have been here all three years, but, mm-mm-mm, man, that's tough. That, that's really tough. Also, you had the glow up with Cassius Winston, you know. He started as a freshman, of course. He wasn't, you know, your, your 20 points a night guy freshman year. He grew year by year here. Well, Kenneth, you would have saw him do the same thing too instead of him just exploding on the scene out of nowhere. So, man, give me Cassius. Give me Cassius still, but barely, but barely. That's a tough one. And speaking of running backs, we are certainly not done talking about running backs this segment. Bleeding Green 98 writes in from Twitter, who's up next at running back? And how many five-star athletes do we land next year? The 2023 class, I'm going to take the second part of the question first. The 2023 class, that, that's very tough. There's a lot of ground to be gained there. A lot. There's just so much that has to happen. You guys know recruiting. Things can happen last minute. So it's hard for me to think you know, 360 days away from signing day next year that this is going to happen. However, it doesn't hurt that... Uh, of course, uh, Martin Luther King's quarterback out of Detroit, Dante Moore, five-star kid, uh, has been to Michigan State a few times. Pretty solid relationship right there. So if, if there's any five-star that you want to keep your eye on right now this early, it, Dante Moore. You probably already knew that if you are a recruiting folk like myself, but 
yeah, that, that might be the guy right there. So give me one five-star. We came close last cycle. Sure. This first part of the question is what we want to hit, though. Who's up next at running back? And you know what? I'm going to cheat here. I'm actually going to do two questions at the same time because Chad also writes in via email. Am I crazy for thinking that K9 opting out of the Peach Bowl is a potential blessing in disguise, giving Joyner, Simmons, and Collins a chance to show what they have to offer for next season in a bigger role, or is it just placeholding for Jalen Berger? Now, Jalen Berger, if you're not super dialed in, he transferred from Wisconsin, former four-star running back. Now, the other three guys, of course, Harold Joyner, Harold Joyner, Jordan Simmons, and Eli Collins are guys already at Michigan State that can play in the Peach Bowl. Fascinating, fascinating, and quite difficult job for these guys coming up. Uh, not an easy task to fill the, the role of Kenneth Walker. And really, whoever gets the starting job next year, I already feel bad for because, of course, you'll get the fans being like, oh, this guy sucks compared to Walker. Because point blank. I mean, I, I, hey, like I said at the start of the show, I, I'm nearing 30. I, so I don't remember the Lorenzo White days or anyone before him. But Kenneth Walker's most talented football player I've seen in a Spartan uniform. You, you're not going to find another Kenneth Walker next year. You might not find another one in the next 10 years. You're probably not going to find another one in the next 20 years. That, that's how talented and special Kenneth Walker is. So first and foremost, feel bad for any of these kids. But also, that's a really tough, tough question because the pecking order behind Walker this year wasn't too defined. Like, yes, it was Simmons, but it's also tough to discount that Eli wasn't playing for two months after he injured himself in the Youngstown State game. Harold Joyner, that's tough too because you could tell he kind of wanted to give him the ball, but every time he had the chance, it didn't really go as well as they wanted to, I think. So right now, I think that if you had to have a pecking order for next year, it's going to be Simmons, Collins right behind, and then Joyner third. Now, of course, the linchpin here is where does Jalen Berger fall into the mix? Or, or does Michigan State find even another running back in the transfer portal? So, yeah, I think right now, Simmons, Collins, and then I think, well, Berger is, is just here to break up that party. Uh, so, it's it's tough. And I, do I think a Peach Bowl will give these guys a, a nod or, or a leg up? It... it I don't think as much as a lot of us think because it is just one game, right? I mean, there are there is an entire spring to go through. There's the the fall camps right before signing day, and also I'll say it one more time: it, they might get another running back in the transfer portal. Who's to say? So, like any other position group with Mel Tucker, no one's got to play set in stone. Just because Simmons was the backup guy this year does not mean he will be the starting guy next year with Kenneth Walker gone. Listen, like Eli Collins. He had a fantastic freshman year, really odd COVID year as he came into the season with COVID, and this year wasn't much better as he got hurt immediately. So maybe a few months stretch of him being healthy gives him the leg up. I hope so. I like Eli Collins a lot. Seems like a great kid. Seems like a pretty solid running back when he is healthy. So that is who I'm going to hope for right there. Um, all right, guys. We got one more segment to go. Uh, we're going to get into the, the, the more trivial questions. Like, if I can make a change to Spartan Stadium, what would it be? What are going to be replacing IM West with? But first, I need to talk to you fine folks about betonline.ag. BetOnline has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to playoffs. And BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this winter. So head to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus. 
That's right, guys. On your first deposit, use promo code LOCKEDON, all one word, and you will get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. From basketball to football to NHL to boxing to UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games, do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. It's bet online. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. One more time, it's betonline.ag, where the game starts. And also, if you're like me and procrastinating all your holiday shopping, start that shopping with a Built Bar. That's right, Built Bar. Whether you're online shopping and about to smash some two-day shipping uh, deals, or if you're going to be the brave ones and going out to the mall, make sure you throw a Built Bar in your coat, your purse, or your mouth. What the heck, you know? Uh, Guys, you get the best of both worlds with Built Bar. You get deliciousness. You get healthiness because it is low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, low in fat, but high in protein and also high in taste because it is better than a candy bar. Who are we kidding? What flavor are you going to go with, by the way? Raspberry or mint brownie? You're going to go with cherry? You're going to go with double chocolate? Are you going to go with cookies and cream? Or are you going to go with peanut butter or brownie? No matter what you go with, Built Bar is going to give you that extra fuel to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're a civilized person just standing in, in a shopping line like a normal person, uh, Built Bar still gives you that extra boost just to keep you going through your day of just painful holiday shopping. So guys, Built.com. Built.com is where to find your next box of Built Bars. But use promo code LOCKED15. It's all one word, LOCKED15. And that's going to get you 15% off of your order at Built.com. One more time, Built.com, promo code LOCKED15, and save 15% off at Built.com. All right, one more mailbag segment to go, but that doesn't necessarily mean we're done with the mailbag for the rest of the week. Like I said, uh, 14,000 times. Locked on Spartans at gmail.com is the place to reach out. Or if you want to hit me up on Twitter too, uh, Sheehan underscore sports. It's a great place to throw some questions my way. Uh, like Professor58 did right here. If you can make any change to Spartan Stadium, what would it be? Uh, well, the, the boring, easy, uh, lazy answer is beer sales. And so with that said, my answer here is going to be beer sales. That's right. Uh, I've screamed it until my face has turned blue, but... I would be delighted to uh, pay $11.50 for a 48-degree Coors Light served to me at the stadium. No, I'm not trying to get absolutely bomb-blasted at these games. I'm just trying to stave off the hangover that always hits in the third quarter after a day of tailgating. So, yeah. Hey, listen, you want some extra income, Michigan State? You want your fans happy? Throw some beer in those concession stands. Uh, All right, other than that one, though. How about speakers that actually play the entrance song at a level that everyone can hear it? That'd be pretty cool. Uh, It'd be neat to have more than 16 people with supersonic hearing being able to hear swag surfing as the team takes the field. That'd be pretty neat. And also, hey, listen, the last game of the season was delightful. I had a great time. Uh, It was also miserable. It was the worst weather that I've sat through in quite some time, Uh, probably since the 2017 Senior Day game against Maryland when it was... Oh, 33 degrees and sideways rain. But yeah, so I'm not going to go crazy. I'm not going to spend Matt Ishbia's money completely and say that, give us a retractable roof. Because I think weather like that has a spot in the Big Ten here. You know, again, it's Midwest football. It's Big Ten football. I'm not saying eliminate weather altogether and throw a dome over Spartan Stadium. I'm just saying cater to the softer, the uh, the, the weaker fans, you know, like, like myself. And yeah, I don't got a problem sitting on a metal bleacher, but... 
Maybe let's get like some sort of like a heating mechanism under those uh, bleachers, huh? You got the warming benches on the sidelines for the hardworking players. How about the not so hardworking fans uh, that you know are just chiefing out as much hot chocolate as possible to stay warm? I would like the metal bleachers to be warming as well. That's right. So that, that that's that's uh, if I could just spend a little bit of Ishbia's money, not a roof, just heated metal bleachers, which I'm sure almost cost the same as a full roof. But that's neither here nor there. We'll get that budgeted and. Sent Ishbia's way here a little bit. But yeah, so that's that's my answer, no doubt about it. And so I, I think that question came because uh, it's been announced that they're going to be making some changes to Spartan Stadium. I, I don't think anything fascinating or, or groundbreaking is going to happen, but something groundbreaking is going to be happening. Quite literally, groundbreaking. Uh, I am West. That's right. Intramural Sports West. Oh, boy. that it, it's, it's gone. It's leaving. Uh, they're going to build a new facility. On Shaw between Birch and Harrison, and I am West, it's up for grabs now. I don't know what's going to happen to it, but end of an era with their 50,000 basketball courts in there. Uh, God, I really, really should have wrote down who said this, but someone on Twitter said, uh, never has a building built above ground feel more like it was built underground. And you got to get that feeling when you walk in there. So Jake asked me, uh, what are your best memories at I am West now uh, since it's getting shut down? My mind instantly goes to, and you know, guys know me, I'm a very cerebral person. I, I'm the smartest person I know, so I took some very highbrow classes, like coaching basketball. That's right, I took coaching basketball when I was a student at Michigan State, and uh, my classmates were the likes of, oh, you got some football players like Nick Hill, for example, uh, Nico Palazzetti, but also, hey, Gary Harris, classmate, very cool. Matt Costello, classmate, very cool. Russell Bird, hey, he was a classmate as well. So, that was a lot of fun. And I was matched up with Gary Harris for a one-on-one -on -one drill. It was simple. Just go down to the one end of the court dribbling a ball. The other guy plays defense on you and change the ball. And the other person will dribble back. I I, I am playing 100% defense, just trying to not get my ankle sliced up completely. And the visible, visible lackadaisical attitude on Gary Harris's face is he's probably going 15% on me as we're just trying to get through this 8 a.m. class. Uh, had me working my you-know-what off, uh, just in that 94 feet of him just dribbling, dribble, dribble, cut. It's like, oh my goodness gracious, I, I can't hand a, I, I cannot hold a stick to these guys. So, yeah, um, but enough about me. I'm sure you guys are interested about hearing more about the student-athletes there. Uh, I am West, I, I okay, uh, Le'Veon Bell, I don't think ever wore a shirt outside of the football building. I played I am West, uh, he was on the other court, no shirt. Uh, also, just played him on a, a blacktop outside of Wilson Hall. No shirt whatsoever. I never saw Le'Veon Bell in the wild outside of the football building wearing a shirt. But then again, if you look like that, why would you, I suppose? Uh, also, one time, went over to IM West, played uh, against a team of Max Bola, Fofinotti, I believe is on the team, Dan France, maybe Kyler Ellsworth. Regardless, it was five football players on the other team. And yeah, they played basketball like five football players. Uh yeah, we got beat, no doubt about that. But, whew, wow, every stereotype checked out there with football players playing basketball. Very rough game, but I, d I doubt they saw it the same way as they're eh, roughly three times the size of all of us right there. And Odell Bretham writes, What do you want to see replace I Am West? Well, that's a fantastic question. Uh, my, my logical answer is, well, the, the dorms are overfilled. You're accepting more students every year. Maybe a, a dorm hall would suit you well, but that's not fun. So with that being said, that's right. 
President Stanley, step aside. I just took over your position as president of Michigan State. We're building an exotic car dealership for student-athletes. Only student-athletes right there in the middle of campus. Hey. Hey, Mr. Five Star, you want a Maserati tool around in? Hey, you want a Ferrari? You want a Porsche? Yeah, go ahead. Um, or, or, also... And this breaks every single rule in the NCAA. Uh, the, the pay for play, I'm sure, would uh, probably have me removed from my position on campus. But it's a building for football players. 15 rooms in said building, and each room gets unlocked with every single win. So you win the first game, you, you beat oh Kent State on opening night, and it opens up, and, and there's like a pool table and ping pong table. Like, cool, awesome. You win the second game, it gets a little better. You know, we're going to put a skee-ball machine in there. And then by the time you win six games, okay, this is where it starts to get fun. Uh, we have uh, an open beer tap in the corner of this room for our over 21 players, of course. Uh, we got a ball pit if that's what you're into. You start to win 10 games, though. Just let your imagination run wild. Uh, who's to say what's in there? I, I can't because, well, I can't legally say it out loud because I don't want to get all, you know, tied up in NCAA lawsuits. But, yeah. You win 15 games, you win a national title. Uh, it was bars of solid gold are in there. Uh, the Hope Diamond's in there. I don't know how I acquired it. The Hope Diamond is in there, though. Uh, just a, a phone number to any world leader that you ever want or any celebrity you ever want is in there. Yeah, so uh, a nice little pay-for-play building right there. Just keep on winning. Keep on unlocking doors. The world is yours if you keep on getting victories on Saturdays. That's right, baby. So uh, that will not look good in, in the history books, but, hey, I ain't here to look good. I'm just here to watch my team win some football games. So that is where what we're going to do with IM West right there. And last but not least, now we're hitting the uh, the hard questions right here. Peachy Gliz writes in, should Steven Izzo get a sleeve tat? And what should it be of? Uh, nothing is going to beat Brad Calipari's uh, earned, not given tattoo. I, so I, I can't even try to top that. Uh, however... Yeah, I, I think Steven Izzo should get a, a sleeve tattoo. That goes without saying. He needs an edge to him. He needs to start getting into games and roughing things up. If you're not going to shoot the ball, at, at least start mugging people. You know, you got five fouls to give, Steven. Let's burn up all five in the 47 seconds of, of game time you get in the non-conference schedule. So, on a real note, you got to get this, the, the tat on the arm of the unlimited ammo cheat code in Grand Theft Auto. I, I believe at least one player has that. Uh, but yeah, just so it's like, you know, X button, B button, circle, whatever the cheat code is for Grand Theft Auto for unlimited ammo. But yes, yeah, Steven Izzo needs that for sure. He needs some ink on him. I'm sure Tom would be thrilled about that. So yeah, no, it goes, uh, goes without saying that he at least needs one sleeve tat. If not, you know, get both sleeves tatted up. Let's go, baby. So, all right, guys, that's going to do it. Like I said, LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com if you have a question for me. Thank you so much for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day. We're going to hit tomorrow with a, a few more questions. We're going to see if any other news pops up. But also, oh my goodness gracious, we play sports still? Oh yeah, that's right. Michigan State plays Oakland in basketball on Tuesday, so we will be breaking that game down as well before they tip off at Little Caesars Arena, 7.30 on Tuesday. All right, guys. Well, thanks a lot for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen. Go make Locked On Bets your second listen. That's right, Locked On Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's Locked On Bets, hosted by your Roy Q, with expert analysis and insight from your boy, Lee Sterling. Free and available on all platforms. All right, guys, let's have a week. Love you all. Go Green.